When I started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling three different Y2K-inspired t-shirts. And it's so easy. All because I use Shopify. As a busy working mom, I don't have time to be looking at data about how my t-shirts are selling. Shopify handles that all for me with their elegant back-end software. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase, to save your marriage today. Go to shopify.com slash book club now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash book club. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit healthlock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's healthlock.com. Celebrity Book Club. that knocking at the door it's all your friends you filthy whore your husband's gone and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill it's hollywood it's books it's gossip i'm shook it's memoirs it's martinis it's studio 54 it's celebrity book club come read it while it's hot celebrity book club tell your secrets we won't talk celebrity book club no boys are allowed celebrity book club Club. Buzz me in, I brought the Cuervo. Hey, best, best friend! friend. Uh, oh my god, Lily Murata. Stephen Phillips Horst. So good to see you back in the whisper room mm-hmm. again. IRL in Dumbo, New York. Downtown, where people come to look at bridges, sweetheart. Your name came up yesterday because I was making my resume, <laughs> which is... <laughs> I'm so bad at making resumes. It's yeah, it's always been a struggle for you. Yeah, right? and like the superhero like world, and I don't know much about the superhero world. I feel like the one thing that can kill Superman or something like that. If I was like a superhero, I'm sorry. Are you looking to... for the word kryptonite? Yes, my cri- okay. <laughs> <laughs> you really searching, and just for those of you who couldn't see, you literally were raising your little paws up, like trying to find that word kryptonite. <laughs> 
Achilles heel is also yes. a great sort of oh, metaphor that's that people fun. use. Yeah. yeah. Throw that around. Okay. For your famous weakness. So yeah, your Achilles heel is going to go ahead and be be making resumes. Yeah. My girlfriend looking it over and was like, "What is going on with the spacing here?" I was like, "I'm trying to fix it," but then my sister was also helping me. It was a real team effort, and like we were figuring out the spacing, and she was like, "Why is Steven's name so goddamn long?" <laughs> so wait, my name is on your resume? Well, because I did you my were... acting credits. Okay. And I put trailing in. Oh, and I was the Stephen director Fi- as the director Stephen Phillips Horse. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So you erased my brother as co-director of that project. Yeah. I mean, I made in a unreleased video, so kind of stay tuned for 2023 Club Kids. I made a video filmed by her brother and I made him join me in the sex scene. Oh, yeah. No, I've been processing that in analysis for some time (laughs) um, using better help. (laughs) So uh, it's funny that you mention um, proposing a uh, a grant because <laughs> I was watching porn last night and uh, I'm just scrolling through Pornhub which is this little independent um, boutique website this little local boutique website that I love to support um, as a fellow maker and <laughs> there was this porn and the title was like Capital Rioter <laughs> in- <laughs> invades fellow rioters ass and <laughs> so hot but so it was they run in and they both got the rats on and like and they st- and they're like whoa dude that was crazy did you see when that woman like picked up a bat and he's like when that other guy like punched that guy and like they're acting like they were like so freaked out this like protesting oh. violent and like they had to escape so it's sort of drawing the line at like they were just there, there you know, just in kind, to kind of, of an aerial pink way. An aerial pink way to sort of be a part of something, and then she's like, "Man, it was a revolution." I didn't realize I was going to get that crazy. Uh, yeah, it got why too am crazy. I so horny though? So then they realize, yeah, that they're horny, <laughs> um, and then they flip fuck, uh, which is crazy. What's flip fuck? Thanks for asking. Sorry. Yeah. yeah explain that. Uh, yeah. So I know that you are super binary and you only top. You but mean, oh, it's mean they do a, they both take turns. It's if you reverse. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I would just call that taking turns fucking each other, but I'm always looking for new terms. Taking turns? <laughs> I guess taking the turns is in like kindergarten <laughs> terminology. Do you want to take turns? <laughs> You want to take turns? <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah. My mom said we have to take turns. You have to take turns fucking me. Okay. But you're already getting turned on by like me saying <laughs> take turns. So actually you're the fucking secco over there. Diaper stuff. Um, ugh. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, the porn was fine. I was just really taken with the plot. Um, no, I'm taken with the plot too. I kind of wish they'd pushed a little more. I do get into like really like, you know, like trailer trash porn which is like <laughs> another like category and like that's harder to me because that feels a little bit more authentic i mean obviously i know it's like all staged and everything's fake but like i don't need all the backstory i just need a vibe <laughs> vibes are vibe and you know what's a vibe <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the celebrity the memoir we read this week is i'll just say this the original incel yes he is the original reddit Angry white man. Yeah, although I would no, say- not the original. 
angry white man. Certainly not the original angry white man. No, no, no. But definitely he is so... In our modern era. Would be in our modern era. He like, invented Reddit. Yeah, he invented Reddit. He's a total edgelord. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's the father of edgelording. Of course, we're talking about none other than the, the Unabomber, Unabomber Ted, Ted Kaczynski. Kaczynski. And his book... His, man- <laughs> manifesto? Uh, his book, Industrial Society and Its Future. Oh, sorry. Yes, written the in the 90s... <laughs> 90s kids. <laughs> Only 90s stands. kids will remember. <laughs> the Unabomber's Industrial manifesto. Society and its future. Um, so much. It'd be kind of funny if it was called Manifesto, like that Kate Blanchett like, video series that was at the Armory <laughs> show that I was obsessed with. <laughs> Where I got a splinter. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And I remember we Hi, like, legal, get on that. We're suing the Armory. Seriously. And we had to like find someone, get the splinter out. Wow. You had to find like some sort of like. Security? You were there, I guess you don't remember. I don't remember this winter. I mean, I was so taken with her performance. Yeah. That and was so brilliant. Maybe if I was more self-sufficient. Right. I could have pulled the splinter If you out. had more control over your own power process, you would have known to pull splinters. But instead, you are this like completely I'm a follower. subjugated, I'm a sheep. bad leftist sheep, sheep leftist. Um, who has been like just completely shackled by modern society and you can't do anything for yourself anymore. So this manifesto he wrote yes. in his little cabin as kind of the reason why he's the Unabomber. Right. This is his justification for sending bombs, I want to say in the mail. Yes, in the USPS. Hell yes. Which is a federal crime, I guess, to send bombs in the mail. Yeah, if you're going to send bomb, do it FedEx or... D- Honestly, DHL seems super yeah. bomb to me. <laughs> I agree. If that, I'm, you don't know. If I'm going to go... Signature required. It's bomb. like so many updates. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> DHL screams bomb. And just the calling the yellow, it's very like, warning, bomb. Ted Kaczynski, total classic where it's like he was this genius, quote unquote. Okay, so this is another thing I want to talk about. So he has like an IQ of 167. Yeah, what's your IQ? I'm so curious. I feel like everyone from the 70s like knows their IQ, but they just like don't do IQ tests anymore. No, because it's a fucked up and racist and classist classist. system. But I'm just like, low-key, what is the IQ? Or they like only do it for criminals. It's like big famous criminals, we always know their IQs. So I was tested for my IQ. Oh, my God, you were. Oh, because you were, like, such a science project as a child. And <laughs> yes. all your therapy parents were putting you under, like, so much close observation. You were constantly playing with blocks. And, like, a team of, like, bearded people were just, like, taking notes in, like, a Cambridge home or, like, office. Being like, what does this drawing mean? Lily, is that what you still go by? <laughs> so I was tested and not just only drawing for... pizza slices and footballs <laughs> yeah. on the walls and crayons, and they're just like she could murder. <laughs> and I want to say my IQ. This is a total guess. We're gonna have to fact check this with my mother. I want to say it's like one hundred seven to one twenty. Okay. Not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. B plus energy. It's very B plus energy. And I was really inspired by the Ani DeFranco song that's spoken word called My IQ. And it's spoken word about how fucked up it is to test your IQ. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, they showed me two oranges a pair. They said, which one is different? Which one does not belong? They taught me different is wrong. Yes. So... Yeah, Ted is basically like, they were like, oh, you're so smart. So 
they were like, you can skip grades, which is also something they did in like the 50s and 60s, which they don't do anymore. I feel like people who skip grades are so sad. And That's like why he became Unabomber, I think. Well, there's a few a, reasons. There's a couple of reasons. Yeah. One, because they had him skip grades, so you're not like socialized. So you're not You're not like as socialized. Oh, and you're also like, you don't get all the like attention and like confidence of being like the smartest kid in the class. Like I remember my aunt Laura. She was like skipped a year, and I think she went from being like the smartest girl in class to being just like a more normal student. And you know, she was already the only girl in the family. Okay. And I feel like it's so just that like, further ostracizes yeah, you. For, yeah, it just like further kind of like be. It says like, oh, you're not as special, and it's just like that's kind of rude. And then you're also like a 16 year old girl. Like, in a class of, like, seniors. Right. And so your, like, high school is already, like, totally awkward. And now she's, like, a horsewoman. Oh, which is... I don't know if she's a lesbian. I mean, I don't think she listens to the pod, so it's fine to conjecture, but... Yeah. Well, it sounds maybe like she is a lesbian and doesn't know just how Ted Kaczynski is trans. So Ted Kaczynski is literally trans. I mean, (laughs) I also think that either he's trans... he's he's non-binary. He's definitely a bottom. Yes. And so he went trans... Or a romantic... He's a little asexual. He's a little asexual, but I actually just think that he's very smart and did a good job of not revealing too much of his sexual anxieties in this yes. uh, manifesto. But I do think that, because here's another reason I think he's about him. He signed up for this this study at Harvard <laughs> where they like humiliated him repeatedly, like verbally, for like 200 hours and like study his psychological reaction. Right, which bottom. is bottom. And then sign up to be humiliated. Then he also literally like started going like medically trans like the sixties. Well, for, like, I think one it was year. after that like study. Okay, and then I don't know what the right the timeline is exactly, but I think right then he visited a psychiatrist and was like, "I want to transition." Like I'm furious that I was born in a male body. Like and like started to, and then something snapped, and obviously it was like the before times. Right. So then he instantly got, was like, no, I don't. I'm so angry at myself for doing that. Like, that's actually so bad and disgusting. And I won't transition. I mean, you know, everyone's gender journey is different. And there's no, you know, let's stop the swan narrative, right? It's not you just start here and then you end there and you're a beautiful femme or vice versa. Absolutely. Maybe he just wanted to experiment Right. And didn't have the language to be like, oh, okay, I want to put on a crocheted skirt over pants. Exactly. And be just like Harvard Square, Cambridge, they, them, <laughs> like one. I mean, I do, yes, I do think that like maybe if he did go trans, he would be like, you know, more of a like programmer, like sweater set, like a little bit more the current like Jeopardy champion yeah, oh, vibes. Oh, no, I was thinking that too. I was like, it's so sad that you couldn't be that Jeopardy winner. Right. And just be like super nerdy genius Super trans nerdy genius woman. trans woman. And like maybe he would have gone down that road. At the same time, I think that he probably now is like somewhat satisfied with the choices he's made. Like, No, it said um, he mailed... Harvard in the Harvard like alumni, he said that. Oh wait, yeah, this is fab. this is insane. He wrote them and he was like, they were. He was doing a resume like you yes, were resume. And he was, it was and it was just like what like professional like accomplishments or like awards have you won or something. He was a like, prisoner. No, he, no, he was, <laughs> he was like eight life sentences. Oh, as his awards. <laughs> yeah, just like go off, bitch. Kind of iconic. <laughs> To me, it's like whether or not he would have gone trans, like at a different like gender journey today versus mm-hmm. the '60s. I think like he has a sexual desire to yes. be dominated, and I don't think that was ever really satisfied. No, and what's very repressed about 
this whole thing. I mean, obviously a lot of things. Then he, you know, he wrote this in his cabin again and then worked in his brother's glue factory. And this is so gay. His brother fired him because he was sending inappropriate limericks to a female supervisor. Stop. And I'm just like, gay guy harassing a woman with limericks? The- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, literally me in high school. Yeah, like the daily for porn. The daily porn. Wait, that's so. Gay. And I think they were seeing it as like, oh, you were attracted to this woman, and, and she yeah. like didn't have it. No. It's like, no. no, he was probably just being like, little Miss Muffet, like sat on her pussy, and like. <laughs> <laughs> There's that one seventeen IQ coming through. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like the moral story is like, there's nothing more dangerous than an unfucked bottom. Totally true. It's like, okay, so you're unfucked bottom, so you went to a cabin and wrote this thing about how, like, technology is bad, and then started mailing timber lobbyist bombs. It's like, get fucked. Yeah, literally get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But let's get into the manifesto. No, let's Let's get get into into it. So, I mean, a lot of the stuff I was like... (laughs) Word. No, I, no, cut to me literally reading this just going, yeah, oh no, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, queen. There's a lot of it that seems like very just accurate description of the alienating effects of technology, of the sort of lies that we had sort of have to spin to make ourselves feel comfortable and, uh, you know, a highly surveilled, highly politicized, highly socialized um, society. And, uh, you know, I think... A lot of it makes sense. Yeah. Here's kind of an early line where he's basically saying, like, people think we need to have, like, a revolution against, like, politicians and movements. And he's like, the revolution is against technology, which is true. It's just like, yeah, like, Amazon are overlords. So as much as you're, like, vote for this person, it's like, well, we're still just, like, all under fucking, like, Elon Musk's (sighs) and Bezos rule. Yeah, and I think part of that was also, like, you know, he talks about how the American Revolution was not really a revolution, per se, in terms of how society operated. Like, we on a superficial level, got rid of British rule over American, but it did not change the course of how society was developing in any way. And he's like, most people just, like, want to be sheep and, like, want to be followers. Right. Which brings my question to you. Am I a sheep? Yeah. Are you a (laughs) sheep? Are you a sheep or a leader? I, I think, you know, we all have elements of both. I think totally. we all pursue the power process. And so he talks about the power process, basically, and how modern man is prevented from, like, achieving this sense of, like, satisfaction and, like, satisfying a certain need to, like, assert yourself and feel independent. Because basically, like, there are so many things that we cannot do for ourselves, that we cannot provide for ourselves. You know, we cannot, like get our own food. We cannot, like, provide our own shelter. Technology prevents us from, like, ever being able to, like, do any of those things on our own the more and more it proliferates. It's like, oh, like, cars started, like, cars were great. You could get from one place to another. But then cars become this thing that actually chokes society. It's like... Right. Now we're all ruled by cars. Now we're ruled by cars. And now it's like, you know, if you live in the suburbs, you want food, you have to have a car. So now it's no longer this thing that, like, makes things easier. It's like this thing that you are now required to have. And then his other thing, this is where he gets, like, so Reddit, but, like, 
And like sometimes he's so off and like sometimes it's like, well, you are true and are just talking about like the most like annoying liberal people. He's very anti-snowflake. Yes. So he's saying like all these people who say they care about like equality are actually fake. Which is true. I mean, I think most people like, you know, also reminds me that sort of like current dialogues about wokeness are not new. Like the term political correctness has been around forever. And I think like he basically says just like... Everyone who's so concerned with, like, policing other people's language and, like, only wants to just, like, be hypersensitive and say that, like, you can't say this about this person, you can't say that about that person, is not concerned with, like, the material conditions of society at all. Well, he has this funny quote where he goes, Some animal rights activists have gone so far as to reject the word pet and insist on replacement by animal companion. This, to me, is so, like, Rogan, Barstool Sports, where it's like, yeah, that is funny. But then he's also just being like, oh, so I can't say, like, these words about someone's race. Like, they actually don't care. And it's like, you're a white man in a cabin. When was the last time you checked in with a black person? When was the last time, <laughs> time you, you checked, checked in? in? Thank you for saying that, Lily. No, he absolutely is not, not checking, checking in. It. He's not with, checking in. He's not checking in with the lived experience of black folk <laughs> in cabins. But I think that, you know, that point that it's just like a lot of liberal anxiety comes from like a deeper sense that like the people that they think are protecting are people that they actually do perceive as like inferior. And they're kind of covering up their own guilt over that. There is a lot of truth to that. Totally. It's just right. It does just get kind of like Meghan McCain in that way where he's just being like, actually, now Jerry Seinfeld can't perform at colleges because the young kids are too woke and he'll get canceled. Well, I think he would also think that like... I mean, he would also hate Meghan McCain. He would hate Meghan McCain. He would hate the fact that she's on The View because it's a fucking television show. (laughs) But I'm saying he was still saying like things like that where it's like he is talking about just being like, oh, you can't like say anything anymore. But I think he... I mean, he hates conservatives as well. I think he hates... Yeah, he he hates both. He hates both liberal conservative because he finds them to be both like basically enthrall to the idea that technology will save us. And he, like, he's not very critical of capitalism. Yeah, I also, you know, it's like if he was in modern times now, like, I yes, like, would he be building his own computer? Possibly. But like, would he also have a YouTube channel? Yes. And it's like, I'm reading, the, I'm reading this PDF on a phone, Chad. Like, right. What now? What now? Like, would Do you want... not want me to read your manifesto? Because sometimes I was also getting such Jay Cutler vibes from him where it's like he wants people to be trad and back to the land. And he's like, it's actually like annoying all these people who like golf and like hunt just for like pleasure because they need to find some stupid hobby to fill their stupid yeah. lives. Well, he's like kind of like the aristocracies of Europe are always like hunting. And it's just like... Jeff Bezos, I'm sure, is, like, motorboating or whatever else he's doing, like, and he's sailing. Like, and and he's, like, like, in whatever, like, early primitive times, like, we hunted just because we needed food. And, like, oh, this I actually found interesting when he was, like, men these days, like, don't want to procreate and just, like, and, like, are just being so, like, no, I'm 39. <laughs> like, I don't want well, kids. And he was, like, men of the past? Yeah. They shouldn't think about it. And I'm just, like, but again, also, Ted, like, you have an had you're a virgin and you actually just want to get fucked yeah i mean he's basically saying that like to pursue your like most basic material needs is innately more like satisfying than any of the like crap that we come up with in modern society and like if you if your entire schedule was just based around like laundry 
feeding, cooking, cooking, gathering. Gathering, like, child really, and just, like, fixing your thatched hut, like, those sort of basic things, then you would be happier. Which is what he says, and it's like, I mean, maybe he was happy in his unfucked hut. But see, I don't think he was. But exactly. Otherwise, he wouldn't be fucking writing this manifesto. Exactly. And sending bombs. It's like, so he keeps calling it like surrogate activities. It's like, girl, this is your surrogate activity. Yeah, it's like, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's so Jay Cutler, like, Like going back to the land and like posting about like hunting and stuff like that, where it's like, well, you're you're still posting about it. Yeah, it's like, you are just being trad as a hobby. Right. And right it's now. like and he's being such like a girl boss about it. Like being like, I'm gonna like send bombs. I'm gonna get published in the New York Times with my manifesto. I'm right. Like, I'm w- sending this to Harvard and it's like you still want that approval. Institutional validation because like you are also a cock and like you're a cocked man who's not procreating. To like fuck with Harvard and be like, <laughs> isn't that hilarious that I wrote that like <laughs> to the alumni journal? And it's like the thing is it's like if we went back to some primitive society where we're only hunting and gathering it's like eventually like humans are still gonna want to satisfy this like their other like power process needs and like start doing other shit and like not just like doing pleasure stuff like drinking and fucking which is fun but like they would also like be starting businesses absolutely you can't help selling belts stop humans from right being girl bosses startups belt startups we have been sandal startups exactly we have been enterprising startup beasts since the end of all times. Celebrity Book Club. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me guess, you stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs) There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk, get the doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com slash book club and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash book club. ZocDoc.com slash book club. Ditch the talk. (laughs) 
this part where he talks about um, advertising, how people are susceptible to like buying things oh, to make them happy. Oh, and he was like, some people are like less susceptible and like. Oh, I feel like he's so us because he's like categorizing people into these very specific. Yes, like, he's like, there's the type of person who will like buy anything and are like so hungry and like they're like buying the crap I wear from their sponsored ads. But wait, can I just read yeah. this part? Because he kind of like drags me to hell and back. So. He's talking about, yes, people's susceptibility to advertising. People vary in their susceptibility to advertising and marketing techniques. Some are so susceptible, even if they make a great deal of money, they cannot satisfy their constant craving for the shiny new toys that the market industry dangles before their eyes. So they always feel hard-pressed financially, even if their income is large and their cravings are frustrating. Some people have low susceptibility to advertising. These are people who aren't interested in money. Material acquisition does not serve their power process. Then there's people who have medium susceptibility <laughs> to advertising. Like, just, like, so- saying that someone is, like, medium. I know. I was like, you're so such guy. a medium. I No, I'm such a I'm medium. I'm a medium. And he's, like, are able <laughs> to earn enough money to satisfy their cravings for goods and services, but only at the cost of serious effort, putting in overtime, taking a second job, earning promotions. Thus, material acquisition serves their need for power process, which I feel like is so us because it's, like, I am, like, going wild at the Essence sale, but only when I feel like, oh, well, I did work, like... I had, like, six jobs this month, and I, like, made, like, a chunk of money copywriting, so therefore I can spend this money in essence, and then I am feeling good. Like, I've satisfied my mm. lust for power by acquiring, like, six random streetwear t-shirts. Treat reward. By the way, backpack. Steven's wearing a, it's, like, faux science workwear tee. Like, it's si- <laughs> faux science merch. Or something that this Western hydronemic research, which is very Ted Kaczynski, it's is sending a bomb to Western hydronemic, hydronemic research. research because you're, like, promoting the use of, like, rocket technology or something like that. Right. And he's like, oh, it's actually, like, too braggadocious to go to space. Which, I, <laughs> I mean, I do believe in that. <laughs> Too braggadocious to go to space. <laughs> Which, fuck space. I'm so anti-space. You're wildly anti-space. I mean, I'm kind I'm sorry, of anti-space. there are people that are hungry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure out Earth first. Yeah, literally, let's figure out Earth first. Hashtag for start with Earth. Um, no, I totally agree. But you know that I do love just, like, big engineering projects, dams, mining, like, oil rigs. Like, I'm very into that culture. Oh, Heavy I mean, machinery. You are into oil rigs? I mean, like, jerking off to it or, like, the technology of an oil rig? I just think that there is like fracking is just there's an impressive amount of technology that goes into those operations and like I like secretly want to be just like a foreman at a site slash like running guns for like someone who's trying to destroy working class valor like working class valor (laughs) I'm not even so or just like spy valor you know what I mean yeah I I think you want to be more running guns and secretly being the foreman but you're CIA I'm doing it all I'm involved I just like the idea of like living a life beyond my fucking laptop no like click clack click clack no I click clack in my railroad because I'm like so deprived of my like power process right and then you're click clack into essence.com be like let me give myself a treat okay so after that this is so incel to me where he is like this is actually a cool hobby for someone to do and it's white guy being interested in Japanese stuff oh okay wait. okay okay 
but, but also so, incel. Yeah. Straight guys love Japanese stuff. Too. But not every leisured aristocrat becomes bored and demoralized. For example, the Emperor Hirohito, oh, yeah. instead of sinking into decadent hedonism, again, he's like jealous because he's like, it's wrong to like fuck and drink or whatever, devoted himself to marine biology, a field in which he became distinguished. But I kind of think he says that also that was like a random waste of time. That was just him like desperately trying to do stuff because he wasn't having to like hunt to give his life meaning. Yeah, but I think he thinks of it as like a little bit better. He is a little impressed with that. Yes, which he is, is so like, my t-shirt Western Hydrodynamic to, Research Facility. To be like, like, I'm a little bit impressed. It's also very George Costanza. It's to so just, George to Costanza. just be like, wait, what's a cool, like smart cool person job? job? Marine biology. Okay, wait. So but I do love this part here where he like drags hobbies. Okay. <laughs> Another way people satisfy their need for power processes through surrogate. So this is where he like is first introducing surrogate activities. Um, blah, blah, blah. For instance, there is no practical motive for building enormous muscles, hitting a little ball into a hole, or acquiring a complete series of postage stamps. Yet many people in our society devote themselves with passion to bodybuilding, golf, or stamp collecting. I know. That was so funny. And I was also actually a little bit surprised he was anti stamp collecting. Right, because it's like, he's so letters. Yeah, he's so letters <laughs> like, and mail. Girl, you're obsessed like, with the mail. <laughs> and it's like, I'm sure he actually did have like a tiny little stamp and he's like, he's like, that's his porn and he's like writing this and he's and he's just being like, actually, it's really stupid if you have a stamp collection and then under is like this little book with his little stamps that he looks at at night. Did you know that I had a stamp collection as a child? I'm sure you're not surprised. I'm not surprised <laughs> at all, but in binder form? Yep. <laughs> it was like in this little like photo album oh, binder God. and I would like order because I had this special like Titanic stamps like vintage Titanic okay. obviously. I mean I was yeah. obsessed with the Titanic as a child and long before the movie pre-movie yes. yeah You're like, you discovered the Titanic uh, yeah the I, punks, I, I punks was, Titanic I literally discovered it me and James Cameron <laughs> And it was like, I'll get all these like cool retro, like ocean liner, like Titanic stamps from back in the day. Um, Yeah, it was mostly Titanic in my collection, but then there was some other ones too, like, you know, whatever, like Queen Victoria, this shit. And like, but it was all like fancy old stuff. Right, like the old gorgeous drawing. Yeah. You, maybe, maybe that would be something. That would be a surrogate That's a surrogate hobby that maybe can get. To give my life meaning. Yeah. From your dumb little job. Dumb little job, because I don't go hunting. Well, and there's that guy in Ridgewood, um, Ridgewood Coin and Stamp. Oh, yeah, that guy. And he's kind Glenn. of... Glenn. Yeah, he's always at Goddish He's always so. at Goddish I could talk to him about stamp collecting. Team up with him. Yeah, and... I don't know. I mean, he gives me Unabomber okay, vibes a little bit. Unabomber vibes. <laughs> I don't know about him. I don't know if stamp collecting is really the answer. He's so anti-leisure. And, like, this is where I... You yeah, know, he doesn't have a job. And it's like, a, he doesn't have a job. It's doing like, all leisure. Yeah, it's like you literally are such a like spoiled green point, like freelancer. And I get, oh yeah, wait, wait, I wrote some note about freelancers in here. It's just like you're just at home like writing your blog all day. And it's like, I guess, same. But like to me, you know, when I think about what's the purpose of life, I go back more to the Marxist idea. Not that I've really read Marx, but I've heard Don't about worry. it. And I feel like his energy is like, Actually, technology, like, it should be helpful. It, like, the problem is that people don't own the means of production, but if it We, were, like, abuse it. And... We abuse it and, like, use it to, like, promote inequality. But, like, if we actually did it right, 
basically like you would be like a bartender one day, a fisherman the next, and then like you would have at least like a third of the week to just like fuck and drink and like listen to jazz. Right, which is the French. Yeah, which is like more like champagne socialism. And like, I think that's kind of more the vibe. It's just like, we should know how to do more things. I totally agree. And like, we should know how to hunt, I guess. And like, I do drive stick shift and I am proud of that. You do drive stick shift. But I think like leisure has a huge role and we do need to like just have that be a bigger part of society. I totally agree. Thank you. And And maybe that does include golf and Sam collecting. Right. Although I think golf is actually a very wasteful environmentally. Well, okay. So, you know, I am an aspiring, I do golf. Yeah, don't, you're not aspiring. You I'm an, are a the, golfer. I am a golfer. Thank you very much. But I'm more pro, like I'm punk golfer. Like I'm more pro driving range, brews. It's like anyone can go get a bucket for eight bucks rather than like destroying a forest for a golf club that you have to pay fucking $100,000 to well, be a member of. Here's my question. Communist golf. You love just like the bucket of brews culture. Yeah. You love the bucket of balls, bucket mail. of brews. It's, it's like a little bit more mega hat, but less like necessarily donating to the Trump campaign, which is more golf course. Yeah. Let's fast forward. Okay. 15 years, let's right. say. You are rolling in dough, okay? <laughs> this podcast has morphed into an incredibly successful streetwear brand. We have speaking great, engagements. We have great casually, yes. You're booked at speaking engagements. Tokyo, right. Madrid. Motivational speaker. Doctor, honorary oh. doctorate from the University of Cambridge. Cambridge, England. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> like one in Canada. Cam- Cambridge College Community <laughs> That's College. That's Catchuan. And you have the kind of money where you can, like, afford to tee off at just, like, the Sanctity Head Golf Club in Nantucket or just, Mm -hmm. like, some gorgeous golf course in Santa Clarita Um, because we now live in L.A. Right. Are you teeing off or are you still being, like, working class bucket (laughs) Bucket. valor? (laughs) Okay. I mean... Heard, I probably would tee off. Well, there yes. we go. No, well, okay, there no, we go. No, let okay, me myself. I probably would tee off at one of those clubs, but also I may not as much because it's like I don't know. That's eighteen holes, and it's like you're there for like three hundred hours. Okay, so it's really <laughs> it's and it's the like, convenience factor. For you. you like to be able to leave when you want. Yeah. Anyway, you're right. Call me out. I'm sure I would like do a special trip to Scotland to their beautiful golf courses. So the Trump course and um like Inverness, yeah, and like yeah. Edinburgh or something. Yeah. Um. Also, when he talks about how like we push college, which I do think is an issue, and just like we are not pushing trade school. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, or not know. necessarily trade school, but it's just like yeah, not everyone. Yeah, hello. Well, I mean, it's like we I know that like doesn't work to like poli- go into debt to, for two hundred thousand dollars to a patty. Every campaign season, politicians are always being like both on yeah. like the right and it's always like Marco Rubio and Kamala both just being just Welding like school. We need to oh, make Maybe. trade school yes. more available for more <laughs> Americans because not everyone needs a PhD in the humanities, no. and everyone's like, Woo! yes, welders, welders, <laughs> and then it's just like, when does that ever happen? It's never happening. And there's well, right, because I also feel like. So so many people also just don't really want to be welders. Yeah, I do. And let's, then it's like if people frank. do want to weld, then they're like, 
if they are like so Ridgewood welders, they're like, ooh, I'm going to like this random schooling center that's like also, and I'm learning how to make a pizza crust, but like also well, welding. Also, you know, apprenticeships are huge too. And I think in the trade business, you're like, oh, you have a friend's dad who's a welder, and then you apprentice with him for like two years. And then you have to get in the union, and that's a whole other thing that's very hard. I know. You're very anti-union. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, it, you know, it takes a while to get into a union. <laughs> okay. I do think that this is, in many ways, an environmental manifesto. Um, and even though I think he wrote this, I get people knew that, like, we were hurting the earth. I think the language around climate change was much less specified back then. Yeah, I could use a little more of the environment from him in this manifesto, honestly, because and because so one of his like bombings was to someone who was like a lobbyist to like in the timber industry. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, he was anti-foresting, right? And anti-logging, stuff. anti-logging. But you know, I mean, lots of ancient cultures logged. logged. Shania Twain, okay. ancient cultures <laughs> ancient. Of, the, of Shania Twain were loggers. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like if we like ended every factory today. And stop making fucking fast fashion. Fast fashion is a crime. Yeah, I bought a $4 sweatshirt recently. (laughs) (laughs) And for the first time I was... solid four. Yeah, solid four. And I was like... Where was this? You know that dollar store chain, ABC stores, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were just like, need it. It, Well, you'll see it. I wore it here today. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah. You literally have so many sweatshirts. I do have a lot of sweatshirts. Um, okay, well, you're the problem. I'm sending a mail bomb. <laughs> I know. I guess I was like when I bought it. I kind of was like, am I the problem? <laughs> <laughs> Buying a $4 sweatshirt. But I was like, I don't know. Is Fruit of the Loom the problem or H&M the problem? They both the problem. Yeah. They both have their issues. <laughs> totally. I'd love them. You know, they just, I know them to have less skews. And we can talk about the amount of skews that I think a fashion brand should have. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you're making too much stuff. You're making too many sizes. We're Fruit of the Loom. I feel like they make kind of blank tees, merch heads, you know, so it's different. Where H&M is, you know, throwing out maybe of the different trendy styles. Well, well, Fruit of the Loom is doing a service for those of us who do want to produce merch. Whereas H&M is making a shirt that says just Nirvana like. Nirvana on yeah. it. I pass by the H&M on my way to ABC stores and it's just like full of sublime hoodies that I don't think the families of Bradley Knoll are getting rip. Yeah. No, I'd love to know what the estate is making off of that. I mean, H&M, they probably have to do... Some legal... Yeah. They legal have to stuff. license that. Oh, wait, sorry. A third line that I, that I have highlighted here that's so nerdy. He goes, holy robots. Oh, Just okay. randomly okay, at that's... some point. I'm like, that's so, like, trivia <laughs> so, nerd. Um, the show that I watched on a plane the other day that everyone always watches on a plane. Big Bang Theory. Yes. Yes, it's very <laughs> Big Bang Theory. <laughs> So, you know, Janet Reno was the one who pushed to get this published. Oh, yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Well, because because he... <laughs> Publishing basic- queen, Janet Reno. So she, he basically said, I will stop sending the bombs if you publish this in your Times. And Which, Janet was no, like... No, I'm not promoting this, but if you want to get published... No, it's true. Um, it can be really hard. The hustle is hard. And you got to do what New you got to do. Times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, let's fucking, let's get this faggot on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Let's stop the madness. And so then he publishes it in the Times. And then his brother, avid Times reader, recognized his writing style and reached out to the FBI. And that's how they caught him. you're erasing something from the story. 
his brother's wife, uh, uh, a woman, was uh, like, this is your brother. You have to read it. Wait, and really? persuaded him. And he, and then the brother was like, uh, obviously right, didn't want to read so it. Him. And then read it and was like, yeah, this is going to go ahead and be my psycho brother. Wow. Wait. Okay. Go off wife. Which Not me erasing the is wife. also that thing of just being so like, oh, like my sister-in-law, she's like on my case. Yeah, I mean, watch out. The sister-in-law <laughs> is the watching. one sending you to jail. And I watched the 100%. Netflix, the dramatized Netflix show about him like three years ago called like Man Cave. It's called like, man. oh, Manhunt, Manhunt. <laughs> oh, right, because it was like apparently the most expensive manhunt in history. It was $50 million the FBI spent. I'm sorry, that is, is that, that crazy? That's blowing. What the fuck did they spend $50 million on? I've never got this about the FBI and I would say this, like, I know they need to get, like, so much evidence. Like, you know, it's like they're always working on, like, arresting some mafia don no, for, like, always, 900 right, years. And, and it's like, just, don't you have the evidence already? Like, just go get them. Well, but, and see, this is the thing about the, this is why I don't like the FBI. Because the FBI doesn't actually want people to not commit crimes. They just want to keep doing their jobs and, and yes. doing the strings. They want to do strings. So, I mean, hello, they're same. always, they're always literally just, like, making up crimes for, like, Muslim teams. Just, like, entrapping them and, like, selling them bombs and then arresting them when nothing, no crime Right, that's how they keep their quota up. Yeah. So they can keep on being strings with mafia and serial killers. Yeah, like they, they are literally always inventing crimes and like inventing criminals and like fully coercing and, and trapping. No, f- and we are not fans, I'm of the not FBI. fans of the FBI. Although I do think that you should apply. Yeah, I have been, I don't know if you've been following my Instagram, but I've been getting a lot of emails from the FBI saying I should apply. And I was really shocked by the salary. It was like 60 to 80K. Do you think that's low or high? I think that's low for what I thought the FBI, but I guess that's so that's like an cheap. level position. I think with seniority, you can, I'm sure you're making six figures. Right. But I guess that goes along with the stereotype of the FBI. You're in your cheap polyester suit. Yeah, hello. You know, pushing papers it's at a so desk. It's so scully and Mulder. It's like they're living right. in, like, you live in a bare bones apartment. You're just like getting coffee. There's nothing in your cabinet. coffee. Yeah, your personal life is hanging on by a thread. God <laughs> yeah. damn Ordering it, you're Chinese, good at your job. Feeding you're the divorced. cat before you feed before yourself, but yeah. you're addicted to the job. Yeah. So yeah, fifty million. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, fifty million, lot of money. Um, what was the ending note that oh, you said the, was super so he, weird? Then he does a final note where he kind of backtracks, and that brings me back to the trans thing. His last thing he says is, it is important to understand that we mean someone who sympathizes with these movements as they exist in our society, one who believes in that women, homosexuals, et cetera, should have equal rights, is not necessarily a leftist. The feminist gay rights movements that exist in our society have the particular ideological tone that characterizes leftism. If one believes, for example, that women should have equal rights, it does not necessarily follow that one must sympathize with the feminist movement as it exists today. Right, and this is him just being kind of like a normal Reddit, Reddit, like yeah. progressive red scare leftist who's kind of just like, okay, I'm not into girl boss feminism, but just like actually, like, actually, you can like be women a are fab, and like I am a faggot, and like I do support like women hunting. I mean, that's also a thing. I'm just like, so in his ideal society, I guess it's more just like an ancient primitive society where everyone is hunting, but like. Because he references women hunting and he goes, I won't get into that here. And it's like, why not? Yeah, let's go there, bitch. I feel like he's probably pro like Amazonian women society. Yeah, I feel like that would actually take away from his point if he was just like lionesses are actually the ones who hunt in the jungle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he also because then he also kind of skips over and he'll be like. 
And yes, like in ancient like Aboriginal societies, there is like abusive women, um, but there's oh, yeah. less than modern society. It's kind of just like, where are the facts, babe? <laughs> I need yeah. a little more facts because I'm just like a lot of ancient non-technological societies like did have all the problems that we have now and... Which, you know, is a point that he's also, like, making many times. So it's kind of just like, is that necessarily better? Although I will say he thinks that, like, modern surveillance or whatever makes life feel less free. And as someone who has experienced ancient civilizations by playing historical fiction video game Assassin's <laughs> Creed, like... I thought you were going to say someone who has been surveillanced. Well, I've also been surveilled heavily by the government, as Same, you know. Same, 7-Eleven, Home Depot, And now that Best you printed out this manifesto at Staples, I think that you're going to have I'm absolutely some extra being eyes on you. But, like, what the point that he makes is, like, yes, like, those were, you could say those were oppressive societies or monarchies or dictatorships, but because there weren't security cameras everywhere and, like... You were actually more free. You were more free. And, like, Instagram isn't taking down your fucking post in totally. ancient Rome and you can, like, chisel whatever you want on your own right, tablet. Right, like, you think you're free because you can, like, go to Sweet Green, get whatever salad you want, and then, like... But, like, you literally can, then there being so no substitutions. Right. And in ancient Rome, you could just, like, kill a random pig. And be like, like yes, lamb, all the substitutions. Y- yes. <laughs> Mint and cilantro. Yeah, what and now? rosemary. <laughs> Segment bombs! What does she, she eat? How what does she wear? Live? How does How she, does she live? live? I was okay. messing up because I'm outsider. You're a fucking outsider. Okay. What does she eat? What does she eat? Like, I mean, I'm picturing just like cans of Dinty Moore stew. Yes, I don't think he is hunting. I think yeah, it's, bitch. I think it's tuna cans and spam and canned like green beans, corn, creepy cans of corn, cream of corn. It's Can Central over there. A Goya Tower is high, yeah, as like, high I, as the I ceiling. I don't think he's like. Going down to the creek and even building himself a fishing pole. No, goal. he's not being it's too very gay to do that. You no, know, into the wild. That book slash film. Right. I don't think that he knows how to set traps. Um, For I mean, beavers and maybe such. we're totally erasing. He has this whole like outdoorsman vibe, right? Beaver thing. Like the thing is, if he actually and see, this goes back to the like the sort of gay. So he's not a foodie. He's not a foodie. <laughs> the gay hypocrisy at the heart of this, where it's just like if you were actually like so trad and hunter and like didn't care about surrogate activities and getting all this validation for your own like lack of power process in modern society you wouldn't be sitting around writing this book for attention like you would just be hunting and be chilling and like maybe be so henry david throw which no by the... no no no. as my dad famously called out no no i well right. I, let's okay. bring it up because he said henry david throw like went home every week into his mom's house his, or whatever his mother to do his laundry on a washboard i'm just like you spoiled little bitch right like, you were not living simply you were literally no. just cosplaying as a cabanese again like Greenpoint freelance like writing your blog and then putting all your laundry in your like vintage subaru that was just like gifted to you by your parents no, absolutely. And you're being so, like, typewriter, just, yeah. like, like, paying rent with your fucking trust fund. So, yeah, he is kind of that vibe of fake-ass Thoreau boots. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, to the food question, I guess I'm also wondering if he's so, like, when I think of, like, you know, the modern Redditista, and we think of, like, friend of the pod Brad Trammell, for example, mm-hmm. who loves, like... Reddit culture. He is so, like... Steak. 
he's so steak. He's keto, he, isn't he? He's like keto, and he's just like smooth, like whatever, Smoothie. like smoothies and like random keto drinks and protein like powders. protein powder and like CBD, like beers and like. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Producer Meg says Brad does not keto, so he likes dairy. But he likes steak. Meat. Yes. Meat forward. So I feel like if we sort of reverse engineer what the 70s version of that is. It's like pre-slim fast. Or actually, no, maybe he is into slim fast. My Oh, because okay, actually no. Loved slim fast. This is why he's this is why he's slim fast because I feel like it is such a like intellectual like guy thing to do to be like I don't clean or cook because I'm too busy being a genius. Right. So like lives in squalor and is like I don't need food. I just drink Soylent and slim fast. And and so I can think more. Yes. Why waste time on this pursuit? And yet it's like if he were being honest to his own like creed he would be spending a lot of time cooking right grilling a gorgeous fish like i actually think that someone like allison roman is really more kind back of to the land living a ted kaczynski life <laughs> in her like upstate yeah because she's spending so much time like satisfying her essential needs and she's getting a lot of pleasure or a lot of like <laughs> sense of power and satisfaction out of cooking and like making food and just like doing the basics of life this justin allison <laughs> roman is the unibomber <laughs> we'll end on that okay um how does he live so we know just in a creepy cabin but the, he did like make his cabin so that is impressive okay so he is i think he was like the, building logs is it so like moose head on the wall it's just like I think it's more piles. Dusty and credit. It's just piles and books. And like creepy wool blanket mm-hmm. and books he's read a thousand times. Is there like a framed photo? Is there like one like Civil War paraphernalia thing? Like... I bet he does have like one happy family childhood photo. Oh, so dark and creepy. From a time before he got hives. Yeah, before the hives. Before, before Harvard. Downhill. Is he so like... Beard. And it was Is in he Montana. So, like, manscaped beard oil, like oh yeah, he's definitely because it's like he has such a beard and kind of with crazy hair, and I think he is like trimming it with like a knife that he whittled down. I mean, he's now becoming this like twenty ten Williamsburg hipster. <laughs> I do <laughs> think he's a little more like build your own computer Radio Shack vibes. You keep mentioning this build your own computer because he's is the type of person that would build his own PC. Okay. Oh, he's so I'm getting a gateway PC. (laughs) Sorry, Windows actually works better. (laughs) (laughs) It's for funky folk. Funky gateway folk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he's got a gateway PC in his cabin. And I bet he has some books like stolen from the library. Taking out a book and not returning it. Badass. Again, very Seinfeld. Okay, what does he wear? What does he wear? Yeah, I'm like... I'm imagining it's just so, like, dusty professor, tattered Ella Bean. Do you think that he is turtlenecks in this gay way or no? Because I could well, see I Professor would... being so turtleneck and, like, this old blazer. And then, like, at night he's putting on just, like, you know, such a, Patag- like, a thrifted Patagonia. <laughs> I honestly don't think he's turtleneck. I think that would, like, aggravate him too much in this hives way. Oh, he's hives trigger. So like that's a trigger. I'm gonna start like stimming if I put on it. <laughs> <laughs> well his parents almost did have him study for autism and then like they didn't or something. Um this is also a very movie I recently watched on the plane, The Accountant, where Ben Affleck um, I've been wanting to watch the movie for years. Yes. Yeah, honestly it slaps. I watched it was the second time I'd seen it and I oh. was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anna Kendrick is in it. Um, it's good. 
Okay. He plays like an autistic, like, accountant for, like, criminals. Right. And last week you recommended a different Ben Affleck movie to me. As you know, as a supporter of J-Lo, I now am a big fan of Ben Affleck (laughs) as part of the extended J-Lo universe. So I will follow him to the end of the year. Oh, huge Ben fan over here. So, yeah, I think he's – it's like L.L. Bean, Lands End, Tattered – Shirts and sweaters. Okay. And he only Doesn't... has a few, obviously. Right. And they smell. And I bet he does, like, wash them in the river. Not with a really, like, maybe one bar of Irish Spring that he's, like, rubbing on pants, like, once a year. Okay. Maybe dial. Yeah. Definitely. A nice, a really drying soap. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's so dry. Super dry. And he flaky, wants moisturizer, flaky, flaky. but he won't admit it. He desperately wants to moisturize, <laughs> but he doesn't want to use fucking products of modern society. Like native. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Self-care the right way. Who are you in the book? <laughs> I mean, as we discussed, I'm the like person with yep. a media pro- medium propensity to, or medium susceptibility to advertising. You are definitely that. I mean, I think I'm a medium too, but I also think I'm like... I am like a fake leftist who wants to golf on the weekends. Yeah, for sure. Miss stamp collector over here. <laughs> With my collections. Me being like voting rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you're so like, I feel like you're very like, I don't know, Charlotte's daughter, Lily, enter the city or just like any like Park Slope daughter who's like you go into their room and there's like so much just like little like yes we can like okay <laughs> i am not yes we can dolls aren't i rock charlotte's non-binary awesome child <sighs> who wants to like frame a longboard no not because you're married and you fucking live in ditmas <laughs> so you're, i'm not a you're fucking sellout <laughs> <laughs> ditmas is this i mean ditmas is so delist and like almost ted kazinski to me <laughs> <laughs> i mean i do in my personal opinion it is yeah. wyoming yeah. so <laughs> yes you do live in a cabin <laughs> in the woods as far as i'm concerned <laughs> Okay, I give this manifesto, I don't know, like three out of five bombs? Mm, I'm like 2.5 bones. I'm like, you said it. I also feel like, I don't know, he's trying to be this philosophist. But I think it is. I think the writing's pretty good. I think it's not too long. The page count I loved. Like, theory books are so fucking boring, and they spend like six pages being like, this is what I'm going to talk about. And here are some other theorists that I think about that I might not mention, but I am, like, interested in the work. And you're just like, get to the fucking point already, you stupid bitch. No, he did get to the point that first I was like, oh, I actually wish you talked about, like, I was kind of, like, craving a little more of a memoir experience, being like, I wish you mm-hmm. talked about what bombs you wanted to send yeah. to the timber lobbyists. But then I was like, okay, cool, mysterious vibes. No, respect. <laughs> respect. And also because I think he wants the manifesto to be able to live on its own more as an yes. idea and not be, like, connected to his like personal identities and like to that extent I think it's effective like a lot of the parts of it so kudos to him you know he wrote an update recently to like include he... computers as you're obsessed with oh, yeah. local IT <laughs> expert Lily Murata trade school ITT yes. tech <laughs> so I'd, I'd, I'd be interested in reading the sequel or I guess like yeah I would the... definitely wreck this to people and be like it's actually a quick read if you just sit it's down and java read. up. My only thing is that I was wondering, but I have really no knowledge of this because, like, I don't read philosophy. I was, like, is a lot of this stuff, like, kind of stolen ideas. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there is – it is a little bit, like, set your work boots in here, and I'm just, like – Yeah, that's why I was, like, ooh, like, But, I mean, someone... listen, everything is stolen. Stolen valor. Yeah. Like your shirt. Yeah. Stolen science <laughs> valor. Stolen engineering <laughs> yeah. valor. 
massive engineering projects, hydroelectric dams, et cetera. Well, well, this was a gas. This was a true gas. and A real stick of dynamite, no pun intended. I'm so glad we did this true crime hive come at us. Let us know if we were right or wrong. We were probably wrong in many ways. But isn't that what's fun? Make mistakes. Yes. I love making mistakes with you. This is how we're in control. And this is being vulnerable. Yes. And you know what? In the modern times, yes, you know what? We hunt. We hunt for gossip. Yeah, we hunt Information. for PDFs. Kudos to him for making his art. And it's just like Well, a lot of people say, Oh, I would love to just move to a cabin and write a book. He did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. He actually did what a lot of you are talking about. He went and followed his dreams. So if you can think it, you can dream it. So if you can dream it, you can do it. Girl Boss Vibes, inspo. Thank you so much for joining us on this wild episode. On this wild um, USPS journey. On the next episode will be our Club Kid Valentine's Day hotline episode. That's right. The love line is open. You've sent in your calls, or we're going to be answering them live on the air. All of your romantic foibles, questions, concerns, anecdotes, and your sexy, sexy stories uh, will be aired live. Find that phone number on our Instagram. It will be listed there. So, real sexy, horny turn from repressed Ted Kaczynski. To those of you who actually fuck or don't fuck and need advice on how to. Right. Or maybe you don't want to fuck because you're ace and we want to hear from our ace listeners. Hell yes. As well. Uh, We're very excited. We will see you on that special Valentine's Day episode. That's right. It's coming out on Valentine's Day. Not on Wednesday, but on Monday because we really want to activate that. Capitalistic holiday. Um, Yeah. Fuck Hallmark. Fuck Hallmark. Best. Best. Welcome to the VIP lounge behind the velvet rope. Hey, club kids, pull up a chair and pour yourself a martini on the house. Because things are about to get saucy and real and unfiltered. This is the VIP lounge. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, Liliana Boots, Marotta. <laughs> How are we taking over the world today? <laughs> um, I'm really excited for this VIP lounge because we're going to talk about your drug use. Um which I don't think Ted Kaczynski would approve of. No. So um, I was fucking diagnosed with attention deficient disorder at age 9, 10. Wow. They put me on Ritalin. They said, let's control you. Another victim of technology. You just want to be controlled like a sheep. Because God forbid that little kids be distracted or be running around or be playing with things. No, yeah, that would be Or horrible. follow their own interests. Right. No, we need to have little kids be sitting at their little desks doing their little math problems, being little bitches. And, uh, yeah, spoiler alert, it didn't help this little bitch do their math problems. Yeah. And people always ask me, like, oh, did it help? And I was on it from, like, 10 to 22. I did Ritalin, and then I did Concerta, and then I did Vyvanse, which is abusive. And that was just a taste of the VIP Lounge. Subscribe on Patreon.com slash CBCThePod to get more content like that every single week for only $5 a month. Again, that's Patreon.com slash CBCThePod. For $5 a month, you get access to the VIP Lounge every single week. That's more Stephen and Lily every single week. For only $5 a month, VIP, subscribe. 
Celebrity Book Club is presented by Prologue Projects. The show is produced by Meg Munin, with editorial support from one of my best friends, Leon Nefak, Andrew Persons, and Madeline Kaplan. I think she's so pretty. Our production manager is Priscilla Verlin. She's also super pretty. Original theme song by Stephen Phillips Horse. He's like amazingly talented. I want to go on vacation with him. I think he'd be super fun. Artwork by Teddy Blanks at Chips NY. I've always wanted to start a graphic design firm. Maybe I will in the new year. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CBC The Pod. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review. And don't forget to tell your friends about us. Also, go to patreon.com slash CBC The Pod for all sorts of extra cool content in the VIP lounge. I love being a VIP. It makes me feel super special. Okay, bye. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.